0: DON'T GET OUT THERE AND TRY TO RUN THE RACE ON YOUR OWN. YOU'RE GOING TO BE ON A TRACK AND YOU'RE GOING TO COME RIGHT BACK AROUND WHERE YOU STARTED. AND YOU'LL TRY IT AGAIN AND YOU'LL COME RIGHT BACK AROUND WHERE YOU STARTED AGAIN. No, HE HAS A PATH, HE HAS A LIFE, HE HAS A TRACK.
1: WELCOME TO THE HEALING WORD, A RADIO MINISTRY OF THE LARGO COMMUNITY CHURCH. HERE'S PASTOR JACK MORRIS WITH TODAY'S MESSAGE THAT WILL GROW YOUR FAITH IN GOD AND LEAD YOU TO A CLOSER WALK WITH JESUS
0: life to the full, life abundant. It's a wonderful life. No one has ever promised you that kind of living, that kind of life. No one. If they have, they're lying because they can't produce it in you and they can't give it to you. Not at all. Jesus gives us life for he is the resurrection and the what? The resurrection and the Come on everybody say life. 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 And I believe and pray this morning that that resurrection life will, will find its way into our lives and that we will leave today filled with the life of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now this book of John is a very special book. 36 times in this one gospel the word life appears. 36 times in one gospel. And in John chapter 1, verse 4, that's, that's the beginning, right? John 1, that's the first chapter, verses 1, 2, 3, 4, the fourth verse down, it says, in Him was life, and the life was the light of men. It starts out by telling us that Jesus is life. The scripture tells us that He gives abundant life, that He gives fullness of life. This is our Savior, and this is what he does for his people. And this life, listen to this, this life begins immediately. It's not talking only about life after death, life somewhere in the future. No, when you receive Jesus, you receive life. And my prayer is that every one of us today will receive him in a new and a living way. Life in Jesus Christ. Everybody say praise praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now today we're going to hear Jesus present himself as the good shepherd. He's going to talk about shepherds. He's going to talk about sheepfolds. He's going to talk about sheep. Now shepherding was the ideal of Israel. And it still is. The ideal person Two persons in Israel it was David, the shepherd boy, the sweet psalm singer. He started out as a shepherd. And he shepherded then as an adult, he shepherded the people of Israel. The second person is Moses, the greatest Jew that ever lived. He's the lawgiver. This is the blessing that God brings to us in that He does not save us, just turn us loose into the world. But He is with us always like the good shepherd is. The shepherd never, a good shepherd never left the sheep. And He likens us to sheep. He does. We are the sheep of His pasture. Now in verse 7, Jesus said, I am the gate for the sheep. You see that on the screen? I am the gate or the door for the sheep. No one comes to the Father except through that door. There's a door to get into the church. Well, we have many doors here, but in this situation, in this case, there's only one door, and Jesus is that door. Would you put on the screen the picture of the sheepfold? Do you have that one that you could put it up? Or or put it up the picture of Jesus the shepherd. There, There it is. Okay, There's a picture. That's an artist's conception of Jesus looking out for the sheep. He is a shepherd. May the Holy Spirit impress that into our mind that he is the shepherd of the sheep. All right. The next picture. All right. It changes now from sheep to people. It's still the same Jesus. And we are the ones that he is shepherding. There's a whole lot that he is doing for us in shepherding. Now put up the sheepfold. That is a sheepfold. That is found on the high mountain country. Notice it has one entrance. No man comes to the Father except through me. Now remember that. No one can experience the abundant life, forgiveness of sins, Blessings now, eternity in the future, no one except they go through that door. Now a sheepfold, and notice this one in particular has rocks. It's been built with rocks. Some sheepfold built with tree limbs that are just stacked high. What happened was that the shepherd would take the sheep into the far mountain country. Grass was scarce and still is in Palestine. It's a desert type place. And so the shepherd would have to take the sheep where the sheep could be fed. There's only one place where they could be fed. They had to go to where the the grass was. And they would get far out from home. They couldn't come back in the evening. They were so far away from home. So they had these sheepfolds stationed throughout the the region. in, In particular, strategic places these sheepfolds. So when the evening would come, darkness would come, the shepherd would take the sheep into the sheepfold for the night to protect them from wolves and and from wandering away and straying. Now one thing, let me tell you one thing a a sheep can do. One thing. Go astray. That's what sheep are good at. They know how to go astray, but they don't know how to come home. They just don't, they can't. A dog, a horse, a cat, you can drop them off somewhere, they'll find their way back. (laughs) But not a sheep. A sheep just keeps right on nibbling away and, and going and going. So the shepherd takes the sheep into the sheepfold where it's protected during the night. Now, this is communal property. Any shepherd can go in there. Now, the shepherds back then had only a few sheep. They didn't have huge herds of sheep, hundreds and hundreds. No, they just had a few, so few that they could name them. And that's going to be another sermon. I want you to know this. Jesus knows you. He knows your name. He knows everything about you, your disposition, your attitude, who you like, who you don't like. He knows everything. Do you believe that? (laughs) Listen, if we did, we would love and act and behave differently perhaps than we do. But the shepherd knows the sheep, and Jesus knows those who are His and those who are acting like Him, those who love Him, those who are dedicated to Him, those who are doing what they're supposed to do, those who are obeying and those who are not. He knows everything. He knows everything. So we're going to come to the communion table in just a little while rededicate ourselves to the Lord and say, God, I I need to shape up a little bit in this area of my life, or I need to shape up a whole lot in this area of my life. I've got a little cocky. I've got a little attitude. I've got... Hey, are you afraid to tell Jesus that? Well, until you do, you're going to carry that sin, and it is a sin until you confess and repent. For with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. You've got to hear yourself saying it. And with the heart, man, woman, believes unto a right relationship with God. I thought I'd get an amen. Amen. All right. Okay. At least some of you are believing it, don't you? I know you do believe the word of God. Communal property. Now, put that shapeful back up again. Let Let me Let me talk a little bit about that. That that is a unique thing. Now notice it has one entrance. When the shepherd gets the sheep into the sheepfold for the night he sleeps on the ground. But do you know where he sleeps? He puts his body right across that entrance. No sheep can get out and no evil can get in. Before evil can a wolf can get to the sheep That wolf or that evil has to go through the shepherd first. The shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. And not only does the shepherd lay down his life in protecting the sheep, we think of Jesus laying down his life. He said, no one, Jesus said, no one takes my life from me. I have power to lay it down and I have power to take it up again. Isn't that interesting how the shepherd cares for the sheep? Friend, you're cared for, you're loved, you're protected because you are the sheep of his pasture. He is literally the door. Now there's no literal door there, no gate on hinges. It's the body of the shepherd across the sheepfold. That's verse 7. Verse 11 says, Jesus' words, I am the good shepherd. There are shepherds that aren't so good And whatever is leading you and has your attitude, your disposition, your focus, your attention. There are a lot of people out there that are being led and they have a different shepherd. We have to look at our hearts and see who's leading us, who's obeying us. Are we doing what we're supposed to do as unto the Lord? Giving our heart, our law, our obedience, our time, our tithe and offering, giving it unto the Lord, not using those things to get a message across to somebody else. Friend, let's humble ourselves before God and let Jesus be Jesus, our Savior, our Lord. And what we do, we do it as unto
1: Him. Pastor Morris will return in a moment with the conclusion of today's message following this important invitation the Church of Friendship and Joy, where Christ is honored and people are loved. This is what you will discover at the Largo Community Church, located in South Bowie, right off of Central Avenue. But just don't take my word for it. Listen to what others are saying about the church.
0: Hi, my name is Phil Mazza, and this is my wife, PJ. We want to welcome you to the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. We've been members of the Larger Community Church for over 43 years. We raised our children in the Christian faith and have been involved in a number of ministries. I have the privilege to serve as the minister of the pastoral care team and small groups. We currently have over 40 small groups that meet at various times and locations
1: in order to grow in their relationship with God and each other. We invite you to worship with us and we look forward to meeting you soon. God bless. THE CHURCH IS LOCATED AT 1701 ENTERPRISE ROAD IN MITCHELLVILLE, MARYLAND. FOR MORE INFORMATION VISIT OUR WEBSITE AT LARGOCC.ORG. NOW, LET'S REJOIN PASTOR JACK MORRIS FOR THE CONCLUSION OF TODAY'S MESSAGE.
0: THIS PAST WEEK I TALKED TO A, a DEAR LADY FRIEND, AND Karen TALKED TO HER ALSO. I, I got, I, WE LOST TRACK OF THIS LADY AND HER HUSBAND. THEY WERE IN BIBLE COLLEGE. When Corinne and I were in Bible college, we were just real young. They were real young. He was studying for the ministry. And then we lost touch. Years went away. And I began to think about this man. And the Lord brought him to my attention after all these years. He was on my mind. I called the the college, the university, tried to run him down, tried to find him. And then the university sent me a catalog with all these names and phone numbers and I tried calling him, but they said, this line doesn't work. It's disconnected. And finally, I called his wife. I got his wife. But I noticed that her name had changed. Her last name had changed. And we talked for a little while. And I, I asked her about her first husband. And I said, I noticed you have a different last name. I said, you, you must have remarried. And she said, yeah, but I'm not even married to that one now. <laughs> Now, there's a lady on the move. <laughs> but she's moving in the wrong direction. <laughs> she told me, she said, you know, my first husband was not good to me. That man that studied for the ministry that I knew, that you knew, he was not good. He behaved badly. Friend, God will let you behave the way you want to behave. You can behave badly or you could seek Jesus and behave in a good way. You're going to behave the way... You want to behave. Let's, let's, let's give our hearts to Jesus. Let's follow Jesus. And he'll give you the abundant life. And I said, oh, you, you changed. I didn't say changed husbands. I didn't put it like that. I said, you, you remarried. You, you got another husband. She said, yes, and he was worse than the first one. <laughs> you know, why do? We, and here is a very intelligent woman. And uh, she lives in another city. It's so nice to talk to her. But why do we keep repeating the same mistake over and over again? Because we are blind as sheep. Sheep doesn't have good eyesight. We think we know what we want until we get what we want. And when we get what we want, we don't want what we want. Yeah. But how many people that I've known and I've been around for a few years now They're married to an alcoholic, get a divorce, remarry, the second spouse, Alcoholic. Why did you do that? I didn't know. God would have led you. Oh, he, talk? he talks. He's a God who talks. But we need to talk to Him. He's a shepherd, He's a wonderful God. Sometimes our life just goes round and round in circles and round and round it goes again. And we're no further along. Matter of fact, we're not as far along as we were before we ever started going on this merry-go-round. So he gives good gifts. He guides us and he protects us. He's the door. He is the door. He puts his body across. No evil can come in. He knows us by our name Oh, I want to talk about that one, but I, that's another sermon. I don't have time this morning to get into that, but I, I will get to it, Lord willing. But he knows his sheep by name, and friend, he knows you. <laughs> yeah. He knows you. People don't usually want to call themselves sheep. We don't like to think of ourselves as sheep. You have a child's game. A child, will, they'll play like they're an animal. Oh, I'm an elephant. I'm a tiger. You never heard a child say, I'm a sheep. (laughs) A sheep. But that's what you are, and you are either following Jesus or you are following your own stupidity. We don't know what's on the morrow. We are stupid, all of us, concerning tomorrow. I am stupid concerning tomorrow, but I know who holds tomorrow, and I know he holds my hand. What a blessing that is to me. To know I can walk into tomorrow knowing that he walks into tomorrow with me. He is there. Look at the screen. The sheep listened to his voice. Say those words. Read those. The sheep to his voice. Now if you've been listening to the voice of God, you've been walking into new life, wonderful life, abundant life, full life. If you haven't been listening to his voice, it's because you've stopped your ears and you think that your ideas and your plans are better than his. You have set yourself up as a Messiah. And you've walked into the lion's den. And there won't be any Jesus or shepherd there to keep you. Friend, this world's going to eat you alive. God, help you. He will help you. And He's ready to help you and me if we would but listen to Him. Now, how does he talk to us? Well, there are six ways that I have thought over my own life how the Lord talks to me. While I'm reading the word of God in my own devotions, there's a scripture, a passage, a sentence, even a word. I may be, I've read it a dozen times and more, and I never saw it quite like that before. But it's like the Lord highlights something, and it just comes right off the page And it brings comfort to my heart. I heard the voice of God. In times of prayer when I'm praying and presenting my needs before the Lord and I'm telling him Lord I'm I'm rather confused right now or I am confused right now. Everything is in conflict in my thinking. I think I want to do this and then I think I don't want to do this and should I do or shouldn't I do? And, and I, I tell him about my mixed up, confused feelings. And as I talk to him, even then, right then, there comes a peace. It just like it. It just comes down over me. I heard the voice of God. He's talking. The word of God is being preached. I'm listening to the minister. Something comes across and says, hey, that's me. That hit me. That came to me. That message was for me. Or that part of the message was for me. Friend, what are you getting out of this message that you can take and live it in your life today? How many people have gone in the nearly going on 47 years have gone past shaking hands and said, Pastor, that message was for me today. Not very many people have done that, but you don't have to do that. And I'm not asking for that. But there is something for you or you wouldn't be here. You're here because you know you need the word of God. You love the word of God. You're listening. And that word came to me. What happened? I heard the voice of God talking to a Christian friend. That Christian friend may know about my situation, my trouble, my perplexity, or he or she may not know. But while we're talking, that Christian friend says something. It resonates in my heart. That's what I needed to hear. I heard the voice of God. But remember this. I'll just put this in parenthesis. Make sure whatever that friend says to you lines up with the word of God. If it doesn't line up with the word of God, you haven't heard any prophecy at all. (laughs) Talking to a Christian friend. And then there are, are moments of quietness. When I'm alone with the Lord and in that silent moment, I hear God's voice in my heart, in my thoughts. They're coming through. And those thoughts line up with the word of God. If those thoughts don't line up with the word of God, then those thoughts are not coming from the Lord. They're more likely coming out of the flesh, out of my own thinking. But the quietness, and I can hear that still, small voice talking to me and saying, this is the way, walk ye in it. The steps of a good man, a good woman our order to the Lord. Friend, don't get out there and try to run the race on your own. You're going to be on a track and you're going to come right back around where you started. And you'll try it again and you'll come right back around where you started again. No, he has a path. He has a life. He has a track. His is the abundant life. His is the fullness of life. And that's what he is offering. And he did everything that he could to get that life to us, even to the extent that, quote, he laid down his life. That's how much he cares for you and me. And then I observed nature. Oh, I've been at the seashore. I watched the waves and heard the sounds. I stood under a tall tree and looked up at it. And then I looked up at the stars on a clear night. And then I began to think about God, the creator of heaven and earth there was nothing here and i wasn't here and you weren't here i heard the voice of god friend god is talking am i listening you need to ask yourself just the question that i just asked myself god is talking but some of us just don't want to hear it not what he wants to say but he has something good to say it'll bring good into our lives if there's a hurt, a pain, a sin. When you come to this table today, let him remind you. Some of you are being reminded right now of what you need to say to the Lord. And when you say it, it'll go away. And the peace of God that transcends all understanding, that peace will come to you and will bless you. He's the good shepherd. I give my life, lay down my life for the sheep. No one comes unto the Father but by me. Here's the way. Someone says, well, there are many ways to heaven. No, there isn't. There's one way. He said, I'm the way. I'm the truth. I'm the life. There's no way, no truth, no life outside of Jesus. Only in Jesus and through Jesus. Come on, get into the sheepfold today. Somehow you you wandered out. But come on, get back in. He loves you. He cares for you. He wants you back. He's calling his own sheep by name he knows my name would you bow your heads with me please
1: we hope that today's message has been a blessing and has strengthened your faith in god but before we go here's pastor jack morris with some concluding thoughts
0: hello friend i'm pastor jack morris thanking you for partnering with me in reaching those who are hurting emotionally mentally physically with the healing word your prayers and financial help are greatly needed Please help me reach the lost with the message of God's saving grace and those who are suffering emotionally, mentally, and physically. Go to the Largo Community Church website, largocc.org, that's L-A-R-G-O-C-C.org, and click on The Healing Word. Thank you for your prayers and financial gifts that make The Healing Word outreach possible.
1: I'm Pastor Jack Morris. Be sure to tune in Monday at this same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until then, blessings on you.